Tonight's episode of Triggered. I'm your host, Zachary Clark, and you all know my co-host, Adam Furman. <laughs> it's my left in real life. It's my right in screen life. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Oh, wait. Oh, uh. Adam, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? You guys don't know, we actually record this right next to each other. It's all fake. <laughs> Made up. Nonsense. Anyway. Welcome to the show, folks! We've got a good show for you tonight. Uh, lots of stuff happening. Uh, lots of more Ukraine drama. Did you know that war crimes may or may not be being committed in anywhere from 220,000 Russian soldiers have been killed in the war? <laughs> what? War crimes may or may not have been committed. <laughs> Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's war crimes. Nuremberg trials. Yeah. And then... And then what was the last thing? <laughs> and somewhere between 200 and 20,000 Russian soldiers have been killed so far. <laughs> so, 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 not less than 100, so 199, at least 199 have been killed. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, what a mess. Russian defense, we have not lost a single man. Burnt corpses, not Russian. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, between zero and 50,000 men have died. <laughs> so it's either like, oh, that's really not bad, too. Oh, my gosh, that's a lot. I don't know. Everything is fake, Adam, as we've discussed many a time. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, it's like Russians, like, oh, we've lost 653 men. And then it's like, <laughs> Ukrainians, like, yeah, there's about like 3,000 Russians dead. I'm like, I think that <laughs> the, the, 
uh, this is this weird psychological trick about having, you know, a, a, a definite number, not a number that ends with a zero is more believable. So it's like, just guess. 651? Guesstimates. Yeah. Guesstimates. And it's like, ah, oh, let me throw a dart at the board. And it's about uh, 6,000 Russians are dead. Truth and lies are in superposition. If you look at one, the other one changes. And you look at the other one, then the other one changes. So... What is truth? Okay. Okay. Words of a great man, I guess, right? <laughs> well, a well-known man in the event. <laughs> uh, but it's cool. Things might be escalating, and uh, we may be on the brink of nuclear war. Adam. Oh, I heard it was World War Three, not nuclear war. Uh, nuclear holocaust is, happens in World War Three. But that's fine because we're coming to you live from a climate-controlled and uh, fallout preventative bunker beneath the surface <laughs> of the earth. Oh. Let the bombs fall, brother. I got canned goods for two years in my basement. <laughs> as far as you know. I did stock up. I got extra bourbon and gin <laughs> at the store. So I got stuff. Yeah, I've got, uh, you know, extra, <laughs> and some uh, extra if beer. All, if all of a sudden. And 223 ammo. If all of a sudden the, the liquor store ran out, even though this is whatever, I don't know, there's all sorts of paranoia on, on the Twitter today about food, how it's going to become, we're going to have like famine and food scarcity in the near future. Yeah. I'm but like, yeah. do you have. Do you have freedom vodka? Is the is the truth? I don't drink vodka anyway. That's for Russians. No, 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 no. There's other, there's non-Russian vodka, and that's freedom vodka. Bro, they're they're banning like children's soccer teams from competing. If it's the kind of liquor that Russians drink, I don't know why it being made in Birmingham would give it a pass. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's all a bunch of reports, too, about people being, like, you know, restaurants and stuff being, like, in America, being vandalized and stuff. It's like, oh, Russians, and it's like, <laughs> we're Moldovans. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. This is the new Freedom Fries situation, except for, I would say, sack up, wimps. Your, your Freedom Vodka is just ever clear. <laughs> if you can't handle it, you move to Eastern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, I don't remember back in the, the glory days of <laughs> the Bush administration. I don't remember. Well, never mind. I'll take that. Well, yeah. I don't remember French restaurants being vandalized. Do you? It's just some stupid renaming of French fries to Freedom Fries. And it was like, oh, ha, ha. That's funny. It's seventh grade. The, the whole thing was hilarious. A hilarious troll on the French. <laughs> My love. I love making fun of. It's just so much fun. <laughs> uh, and there are people without a large amount of humor. Uh, <laughs> so the French people I did know did not take it good-naturedly. <laughs> there was this uh, uh, professor at college who was a legit Frenchman. <laughs> And he wasn't he wasn't impressed, but I found it hilarious. And no, I I think it was mostly just like that. Uh, I wouldn't. 
be surprised if there weren't some sorts of things, but I don't know if you know this, but there aren't really concentrated French communities in this country, like there may be of other sorts of nationalities. Like Swedish? Yeah. Or, uh, you know, Moldovan, let's say. <laughs> uh... So I don't know. I maybe maybe we don't have a thing. There's not like the French bakery that's run by uh, Pierre. And yeah. He's fresh right. off the boat from. Right. There's not like a French quarter in a city or anything. It's just like. Well, and, and you have that thing because it's like, there's not a lot of French guys that live there, and the population down there is, you know, ethnically mixed with French and you know, the Creole people and all that stuff. So it's like actually part of our ethnic heritage in this country is the French people. So you don't get the same sort of blowback as you get those wackos Serbians or whoever coming over here. They just don't fit in. I don't like the cut of their jib. And they eat strange foods and talk funny. (laughs) You're wearing your bandana? Yeah, you know, I'm in the character. What you talking about, boy? Ain't come around here talking that nonsense. <laughs> Feel like you might be lost. <laughs> what you need to do is go down there and tell them. But it's hard to say. I don't know. I bet. Well, uh, for, for your segment, you go on a deep dive about the French uh, persecution during the early 2000s based on uh, the French government's <laughs> non-support of the coalition to... Wait, no, that had to have been Iraq. Yeah, not to invade Iraq. So it would have been like in 2004 or three or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember when that was. It had to have been Iraq because, like, no one was opposing Afghanistan. I don't think anyone was ever opposing Afghanistan. Yeah, we even got the Japanese in there. Yeah, violating their constitution that we forced them to. (laughs) 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 But that's not the only people that get out of pocket. All it takes is one quick look at the scanner, scanner radio, and you'll find some people that have gone a little bit bonkers. I was just thinking, Zach, about that that meme about me and the boys when they're showing our memes before we got to the trials. And I just think like the player and you going That won't be the clip. It'll be me talking about Serbians a minute ago or whatever. Clearly he had some latent wait well we can't call it white supremacists. Well unless unless we're not calling Serbians white people anymore. Oh yeah. Uh, and you use the the, the whoopee exception. <laughs> <laughs> because they are pale skins from the European continent. 
It's just the, you can't. There's no the racism that can be perpetrated against. Yeah, them. just a conflict is to see who is who is supreme or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! And yeah, that was one of the weeks that we were out. That would have been a good one. Whoopee! <laughs> she only suffered a one week suspension from the show. She's back. Yeah. Oh gosh, whoopee! Uh, I got some guys you might want to meet. They got fun little tattoos on their arms, and they can tell you about all the not racism that was perpetrated against their people. I have a fun book you can read about a Catholic Polish guy who sacrificed everything to infiltrate Auschwitz camp. You don't want to read that stuff if you do not have a generous supply of hard liquor on hand. <laughs> Uh, but I digress. We were talking about something. <laughs> we were talking about the scanner. The scanner radio. Broadway in Hannibal, Missouri. Someone shot a dog and is attempting to leave in a Kia Soul. Hannibal Police Department on scene. Uh, revision. It was actually a silver Hyundai, not a Kia Soul. <laughs> All the dog murderers drive Hyundais. Hey, if you know anybody with a Hyundai, tell them to get rid of it because Hyundais are associated with dog murderers. And as we all know, if you're associated with a bad thing, then you're a bad thing. And you yeah, gotta be canceled. <laughs> the dog has a gunshot wound. The family or the police department is transferring it to a vet clinic. They're running a check on a Glock firearm. The person shot the dog, abandoned their Glock on scene, and drove, jumped right into that silver Hyundai. Hyundai, the vehicle of dog murder. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, not sure what else is said. Uh, Adams County Sheriff's Department traffic stop at 12th Street. Subject in custody. So, that was crazy. Wow. Maybe it was like you. Maybe the dog was aggressing them, though. And they had a pop-off on it. You had to pull out your tomahawk and hack it to death right in front of a small child. <laughs> hey, that was that was obviously the aggressor. It was baring its teeth at me and my, killed my children, my kin. No, no, no. If I've, known, if I've learned anything about discourse in the last decade, it's that you have to allow the dog to actually bite your child's face before you can do anything to it. <laughs> then, it's, then it's self-defense. Even, actually... even then, you must take strong pains not to cause any harm to the dog while you attempt to prevent it from killing your child. And if it happens to kill your child while you're doing that, then that's just the price you pay for living in America. That's, that sounds like Bolshevik Russia. <laughs> oh. Sad. <laughs> I keep saying things these past few weeks that just hurt me. I'm committing self-harm through rhetoric. <laughs> no, 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 he's bueno. <laughs> oh. But, uh, this wasn't the only thing that happened. 312 North 27th. A male punched a female employee in the face. The police department is en route. 
Updates from comments unfounded. An update unfounded. This was at the Casados itself. Some dude just wait, laid into a, a female employee and punched her straight in the in the beezer. Oh. Things are buck wild at, Cas at Casados. Oh, was that Casados? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, but it turns out. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, wait. The scanner gave an update. I haven't heard anything else on this. It was reported that the male left the area after hitting the female. But we report what they say on the radio. And that is what they said. I didn't witness any of it. I only heard what was reported to the QPD by 911 dispatch. And so there's all these people that are like, Shoop, I know what was happening. Shoop, and it wasn't that. Shoop, this and that happened. And I don't know. This is like Ukraine, man. Schrodinger's truth. Uh, <laughs> Schrodinger's punch? Uh, but, uh, what was it? Oh, I can't remember. It was something like this. Uh, that, in fact, what happened was somebody that worked there or somebody that was there said racial slurs to the guy that was accused of punching, and they got into a verbal altercation, and then... The person that was saying the racial slurs called the cops to say that that guy had punched a lady to try to get him arrested. What's true, Adam? Did a guy punch a lady in the face? Did a lady call somebody the N-word and then call the police and say they punched them without actually being punched, filing a false police report? There's so many... So many things, Zach. So what? many things to unpack from my personal <laughs> first-hand accounts of stuff like this. Let me let me throw out a hypothetical situation here, and let's see if any if if if, if any insight might be gained, uh, truth or not. Nah. But imagine this: a guy goes into Casanos to uh, maybe get some pizza. Let's say. And for whatever reason, maybe the way he's dressed or the way he's acting, it triggers the, in, uh, the latent racistness of somebody that's working there. And she says the slur to him and is otherwise offensive and degrading to him. And then I might say that that, that happening might in fact trigger all of these uh these like society imposed feelings of inadequacy and oppression in the guy and he might have snapped and lashed out and punched her for saying the racial slur and if you're on the internet at all there has actually been promoted as a defensible action to physically attack somebody if they call you the n-word because yeah, words are words are violence. actual violence uh, and so this is, this is, is a, this is a, so you gotta be careful. this is an elevating idea <laughs> in the culture that it's actually okay to commit physical violence against people if they use these things. And then after that, he realized he did an oopsie and then fled the scene. And now everybody's coming back and defending him and saying that hypothetically he didn't hit anybody because they don't want to be in trouble with the cops. Now, all that's made up. None of it could be true. It was just like or, fiction time for Zach. Don't read into or it. Or it could be completely true. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> well, let's you know, you know, draw your own conclusions based on the facts we've been presented with. <laughs> oh, and I also have this. This isn't on the scanner, but this is also super depressing. Hold on a second before I pull this out. <laughs> Yeah. No. Not any more of that. Yeah, actually, this is really good. Uh, I got the Evan Williams bottled and bond, hundred proof, straight bourbon whiskey. We 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 are we highly recommend. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Evan Williams but, is not a sponsor. Uh, sure. If they want to sponsor us, I would definitely take that. You can pay me in, in bottles of this liquor. Hey, how? Not even pay me. Just give me like a discount coupon. Yeah, let's let's, let's just let's just at them on Twitter and be like, "Hey, sponsored by Evan Williams." Let's see how see how far we get. I don't think that'd be a good idea. I, th- I think we already walk a very thin line on here when it comes to some uh, potential defamation and other things. Yeah, like, hey, they wanted to. They wanted to take down one of those videos when I had it, you know, when I brought my my, my giant pumpkins that yeah, I grew. Yeah, you to show off your huge pumpkins to the stream, and they thought that there was something indecent on our stream that day. It's weird. I don't know why you would. Also, why would you think that's like you see pumpkins, you're like. I think it was the AI. <laughs> the AI looks at the first like, minute of every show, and it does obviously pump. obscene. I'm like, look at it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. They, they, they look at the first minute of the show and they they scan it for anything that can be shazammed, any kind of music. And then they 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 strike every every shazamable music and uh, anything that might be obscene or indecent in like the first minute of the show or whatever demonetize it. But I saw this and I was real excited. Oh, I can't wait because we were just talking about how good this original film was. I can't wait for Beetlejuice 2 to come out. The old cast is coming back. I wonder if they got Alec Baldwin. Yeah, be careful. Make sure there's no guns. (laughs) There will be no firearms on sets. He must must have aged substantially in the afterlife. All these guys, they'll be like, you know, I didn't know that was a thing that happened, but apparently after you die, you grow 30 years older. Wait, no. Well, not only that, he's he's probably gained like 100 pounds since. Oh, yeah, he was was very, very uh, slender in the first one. So, hmm. It was the lady... The lady, uh, she was from uh, League of Their Own. What is that lady's name? His wife? Yeah. In there? Gina Davis? Yes, Gina Davis. Such She's a, in a... What? Such a babe. She's uh, in Thelma Louise. Yeah. Anyway, and things that shouldn't exist is sequels to movies that are probably going to ruin them. Ugh, but... Uh, there's no details on this. If Tim Burton put it together again, I, like we were talking about this, oh, how would you even do a sequel to this? What would it even be? I don't even understand. It wasn't like a no, coherent, you... like, <laughs> sequential narrative that you could piggyback on, unless maybe no. you just reboot it. It's like at a different house, and it's different new ghosts, and they have to 
also use Beetlejuice trick. To oh, there you go. Over. There you go, Zach. You're getting it. Basically getting it. soft. And then there's another, there's another, he's a still a scumbag like he is. No, 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 no. Like, this is it. This is it. He is exactly the same character, right? But well, some, naturally, right? Something about him really connected with Winona Ryder, and she fell in love with him in the brief moments that he was trying to forcibly no, marry her no, during no. the exorcism. It's the same. No, same and thing. So, and so she no. tracks him down. She tries to find hauntings where Beetlejuice might show up and try to get them to get him to come out so that she could be with him. And, no. And no, she keeps no. Being he's thwarted. trying to do the same thing. No, he's got to do the same thing <laughs> to another family where there's this other lady, there's this other young teenager, whatever, goth style. Uh, she probably has her, she's probably a TikTok influencer or whatever. And it's probably like Zendaya or one of those Zennials that are famous. And they would hire them. And Winona Ryder is going to warn, she's going to be the protagonist. And she's going to be like, Warning them of the of beetle of beetle guys. Maybe she dies, and she has oh. to haunt. And so she's like, oh. "I need someone's help. I know. I'll get beetle guys to come and help me." No, because she knew that he was messed up, and she she knew like when she was talking with uh, Adam and Barbara how like death is something that needs to be waited for and don't rush it and whatever. It's not all yeah. it's cracked up to be. You, she lived, you, you ignorant gothic chick. After that, she lived a full life, man. But then yeah. eventually, as all of us will, she succumbed to death and entered the afterlife, became a ghost, and then some skin bags tried to move into her place, which is the <laughs> same place because she stayed there the whole time. Okay, that that actually might, that, that might be funny. And she... She wants to get rid of him, and he's like, hey, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. It's the exact same model set. They just, like, recreate the thing piece by piece, even the strip club. Oh, my gosh. That would be great. Okay, so you throw that in there. The new family, there's a also a millennial TikTok influence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, oh, all, my gosh. they're all over social media. And they're they're like ghost hunters and stuff. Oh, so annoying. And <laughs> this would be great for... It's like, Winona Ryder met her match. She actually needs Beetlejuice to do this. That and might they, be good. And they accept each other, and they actually become, like, ghost spouses at the end of the show. And walk hand-in-hand hand into the Saturn deserts. <laughs> at the sandworms? Yeah. <laughs> Dead worms hate him, right? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. I don't even know what this it has. I don't know. I don't get it. I think that's part of the point. Is you're not supposed to get it, oh, but that movie's so good. I I just can't believe that they took it down the day. It was probably like the day before because it was still up on Just Watch. It showed it that it was a streaming uh, source for yeah. it. And as soon as I click through, not anymore, buddy. Oh. It's probably one of those. It's it's one of those you just gotta buy. Yeah, well, I probably switched over at the. This first episode one. of Triggered is also brought to you by Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice, the original film, is sponsoring. <laughs> sponsoring this podcast. Coming at you from 1989. Oh, I, I chat has a suggestion in case uh, in case Michael Keaton can't come back. 
Uh, we could get instead uh, for someone to play Beetlejuice, uh, Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> Who said that? Fuzzy Clark. <laughs> that is, that is. <laughs> well, we did hear this week that she's got a bigger D than all the Italians. So. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I thought that what would be really punishing would be they'd get Pete Davidson to play Beetlejuice. (laughs) And then uh, during filming, Kanye would literally break onto the set and murder him on camera. Apparently. uh, Apparently, in his latest music video, it was he was like, he decapitated Pete Davidson. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just heard some scuttlebutt about it, but apparently it was a little bit yeah. over the top. Or you, you don't even need Michael Keaton for Beetlejuice. You could have someone like Aziz Ansari or you know one of those oh, <laughs> those stand-up comics that are just beloved by everyone. Oh. Right you need to have somebody that's like kind of scummy. Let me think about who we might get on there. <laughs> Louis C.K. <laughs> No, no, he's not the right kind of scummy. <laughs> scummy, scummy. It's like, he Beetlejuice is like smoking guy. Yeah. I don't know, we don't really have a guy that can really play that character. I don't know, I'll have to think about it. Maybe it'll come to me okay. while we're talking about other yeah. things. If you have an idea, let us know in the chat. We're going to put together a screenplay for Beetlejuice 2. They haven't got a screenplay yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's an and, idea. And it'll be stolen off from under us. I'm... Because we'll be like, hey, listen, it's great, and we're going to take it because if you, you don't have copyrights. I'll DM Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, and Tim Burton after the show, and I'll say, hey. In a group chat, it'd be like, hey. My buddy and I, Adam, we have some excellent ideas for the new Beetlejuice film. We talked about it in our latest podcast, Triggered. Viewed by upwards of twenty people. <laughs> I think that uh, you should give us a shot helping you out with this script. I'll need a one million dollar advance. <laughs> no, 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 no. Two hundred fifty thousand advance on this, but also three contracts. <laughs> Played around with scripts. Oh, yes. Involving, involving <laughs> Granny on Ice. <laughs> oh, I don't think Tim Burton would be the appropriate villain. Like I said, we gotta get Happy Madison to pick up Granny on Ice. Yes, yes. <clears throat> that movie would be good. I stand by that. And then its sequel, Cocaine Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this town? Ugh. Yeah. Well, we take we take our Beetlejuice two money and we start a production studio. There we go. <laughs> Kevin Hart has his own. <laughs> Kevin Hart has his own production studio. Yeah. Well, we will too. Triggered Media. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Zach. I don't know if you know this, but I think that Kevin Hart may have more pull in the industry than we would. So you're saying that we should include Kevin Hart in our group chat? He could. He could be Beetlejuice. <laughs> Yes! No, 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 no. He's not female. We have to gender and race swap Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a... 
Beetlejuice is he's black and white. <laughs> like, look at him. He's 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 literally. I guess you're correct. That suit he wears. You don't need to. Oh, uh, it would just it would just be like, uh, who could you could you a scumbag lady, uh, skin bag remover? Oh yeah, just like a complete a complete grifter. <laughs> Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> oh, she's the worst. I know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. Because they have to be like over the top, and they ha- they have to do it. They have to t- they have to like completely get into it, right? Right. Because there's people, there's people who would pull puncher punches. Michael Keaton's just like <laughs> this guy now. <laughs> yeah, that's just what made the show so good. Uh, so you would need somebody that wouldn't be afraid to put it out on the line. And I don't know. I can't think of anybody. Of course, I've been drinking a bit, so. <laughs> Brainy, no, you weren't. I'm just saying, Kevin Hart's a funny guy. He could do it I agree. for comedians. I, I comedians. think he's funny guy. I don't know if he could pull that off though. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. He's too nice. You know who's not nice? Our former speaker of the house here in Illinois, Michael Madigan, and he's uh, just got his comeuppance, friends. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, darn. Who could have seen this guy? <laughs> Not me. It was a mystery about what was going to happen with this guy. But the U.S. attorney says the former speaker, Mike Madigan, is accused of leading for nearly a decade a criminal enterprise whose purpose was to enhance Madigan's political power, power and financial well-being, bribes and kickbacks, and political influence all the way down. It accuses him of navigating and engaging in multiple schemes to secure business for his law firm, including work from parties with business before the state of Illinois and the city of Chicago. So that's how they were funneling the bribes. No, no, no. Don't give us money directly. That is too blatant. You will hire our firm for this nonsense thing that we shouldn't be able to bill you for, and we'll bill you for, I don't know, whatever, flat fee. 200 grand yeah (laughs) asked whether madigan was caught on wiretap the uh, attorney says uh, does not directly answer but says "Uh, you can see throughout the indictment there are conversations that are directly quoted and i already Uh. told you but I think that they basically turned after his political winds started shifting, and all the all the Chicago Democrats smelled blood in the water. And they found a stoolie to turn, and uh, basically wore a wire and got him on tape. Yeah, uh, I did see in the comments of one of these things. It's like, <laughs> so uh, it's like, so what are you gonna do, Nancy? What are you gonna get, Nancy Pelosi? Oh, my thing was, uh, I don't know when they're going to get our governor, finally. Last I heard, there was still an outstanding federal investigation, but there is no allegation in this indictment, this indictment, against the governor or his staff. Yeah, no joke. And and it said in there, if that's the same same thread that I read, um, 
sit on there and like they talk to the governor and they talk to his office and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> blood in the water. <laughs> well, he, he, it's like public knowledge that he committed tax fraud at the very least. Uh, so yeah, but you know he doesn't they don't get want to get him for that. They're trying to build a bigger case, I think, and usually they try to get him for you know. So it's like Al Capone. They were very sad that they had to get him on the tax evasion stuff instead of for murdering guys. Yeah. So they want to get old JB there on the <laughs> on the vile corruption, bribery, and whatever too for for murdering people. Uh, there was a rape. You remember that? I do not remember a rape at all. Uh, it it was a political scandal and it involved a uh, influential politician from Quincy. It involved there were some, him. There were some leaked emails. Oh no! Referencing uh, yeah, the rape was, uh, and he was he was CC'd on an email. Yeah. And it mentioned a yes, it mentioned a rape in Champagne. Yeah. And then uh, he was he was from yeah from Quincy right. And then he took the he kind of like took the fall for it, right? Like yeah. as far as like the for not doing not for the actual like the criminal act, but like for not doing due diligence or following up or something or other, right? I don't even think he like had any charges or anything. He was just like had to get no. resigned or whatever. He resigned in disgrace or something. It's kind of crazy because I don't know. Never heard about it, it again. <laughs> That's yeah. old news. Yeah. Mike Madigan's heard? like, oh. there's a coronavirus on the loose. Yeah. Oh, speaking of coronaviruses on the loose. <laughs> I saw this and I'm like, ah, oh. Clown World Today says that they repost this image of a Daily Mail piece that says, so what? The What's the point? Cloth masks allow 90% of particles to filter through, giving them little ability to prevent COVID transmission. Study finds posted on the 1st of March, 2022. And I said, oh my gosh, proof, proof that we've been <laughs> manipulated and lied to for two years. But wait, this is just some random uh, screen cap by some meme account. No way. This is probably fake, right? Adam, I'm taking all bets. It's real. All bets. It's real, Zach. Real or fake, real or fake. <clears throat> It's real. Adam says real. <laughs> Type what you think in the chat before I say it. Three, two, one. It's real. Adam wins the prize. I wish I wish I was wrong, Zach. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, it turns out cloth masks do nothing but allow you to <laughs> look really good. And... <laughs> <laughs> breathe through claw. <laughs> uh, but it does uh, little to nothing to help uh, you when it comes to spreading the coronavirus around. Science says, which I guess it's, but, it's interesting that this no. is when this comes down because I guess they can then use this new stud, this new study to say well i guess the science has changed everybody 
Uh, yeah. we, uh, these mandates are unnecessary. We're yeah. going to go ahead and lift them. Back to normal yeah. life, unless you're a healthcare worker, or a truck driver, yes. or, or a federal contractor. Yep, there you go. <laughs> but all of them have been lifted, Adam. All so lifted. I, went, I, went into the, I went into the clinic today, and I was like, like, you need a mask on. I'm like, restrictions were lifted and they're like oh but we still follow cdc recommendations i'm like what does that mean like you still have to wear a mask i'm like i still have to wear a mask even though the science is settled that it doesn't matter matter anymore they're like yeah we still have to follow recommendations like okay so <laughs> i don't get it i don't get it why do we even have this stuff you have to you have to wear the mask unless you sit down and are actively eating my dad went on a cruise, and that was that was the rule. You had to wear your mask unless you were drinking, or eating. Yeah. And uh, so he he's like. Because then it doesn't exact. Because then it doesn't spread. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> so he said, "Screw this! Hack the system!" And you just get like a pina colada, and he walked around with it in his hand the entire time. He's like, "Ladies would be like mask," and he'd be like, "Drink." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's the same thing with with Vegas, except for that, it was, you needed to actually be sitting down. Sitting down like, and I'm, drinking. I'm actively drinking, and they're like, no, you have to actually be sitting down for that rule to take effect, or that exception to take effect. I was like, are you kidding me? Was it like the next day they lifted it for the Super Bowl? Oh, definitely, it was like two days afterwards. <laughs> two days after I left because of uh, the Super Bowl was that weekend well adam if we know anything we know that in large gatherings of popular events that masks don't apply like the super bowl or maybe the state of the union address oh, <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna say riots but okay all riots too unless you're a a, a conservative truck convoy fighting masks oh, then, then it's not a riot it's a, it's an insurrection. It is a literal rebellion, terrorist action that makes you deserve to have your bank account seized and be imprisoned. <laughs> what the switch? Just flip the, flip the switch. <laughs> the switch is going to get flipped any day now, Adam. Well, like oh, said, what is this lovely cartoon that you have? Oh, <laughs> this this was a depiction George made of our our, our speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi, because she did this weird ass move during one of Joe Biden's points where she did a standing ovation. <laughs> she puts her hands together, knuckles, and rubs them together with this weird smile on her face. Oh, <laughs> that is strange. Oh, yeah. good morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> oh my goodness! Talking about people that need to retire because their brains don't work right. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yep, that's uh, that's uh, the the old the the old guard boomers. They know they're still they're still clinging to power. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but this person's asked, uh, is she excited for war? What, lol? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, yeah, probably, maybe, but then I, I, I saw a better she answer. Wants stock, she wants those stock options in uh, Boeing to cash in. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's, 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 just, just, she's just drunk. 
Drunk on war? <laughs> that was a good one, Mr. President. <laughs> you rubbing your nubs together? What a weirdo. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. I didn't hear too much about the state of the union address other than old Joe Biden said that uh, Russia will never have a relationship with the Iranian people. <laughs> I think you misspoke. I think you meant to say yeah, that was, Ukrainian. That was kind of weird. Now we're mad. But, yeah, everybody said he started running out of gas. <laughs> the the med well, cocktail. Well, it's getting to be expensive, so. The med cocktail didn't quite, didn't quite last the entire time that he needed to be alert. <laughs> was, he, was he clipping through the television? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe there was there was any sh uh, proof of photoshopping or deep faking him in before a press a press conference this time. Oh, he got heckled so. though, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he did. <laughs> he heckled. Heckled, you said. And I can't remember exactly what. Uh, what instigated it, but he was talking about something, and then someone... The, the deaths of the yeah. soldiers. Yeah, yeah, he said something, and then someone said, 13 dead Marines! From the gallery. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Yes! He, he, his actions were directly responsible for those Marine deaths. And, and not only that, but for the drone strike that killed Nade Worker and his children. Hmm. <laughs> When's the last time we had a president who wasn't a murderer? <laughs> you can't think of one. <laughs> Go back. Obviously, the you know, I was like I was going through times. Put you back. Carter. Clinton. Clinton's more like Carter. a personal, internal, domestic murders. Right. He, no, he so. he he uh, prosecuted our involvement in the Balkans, and he ex executed uh, cruise missile strikes against Iraq. Uh, Bush Senior did Iraq one. Reagan had yeah, all kinds okay. of fun like, stuff. You gotta define what you mean by murder, then, because it's like. <clears throat> I think what you do is, if you say, <clears throat> if you, you can go two ways about it, you could say, these were enemy combatants, it was war, and they're war casualties, collateral damage, bro, and so it's not murder, and it doesn't matter how loosely I define what the war circumstances are or whatever. If you want to say, uh, I don't know, make a value judgment about like legitimate war and uses stuff and whatever, then most most likely Clinton was the last one that didn't actually like 
drone strike a wedding party or whatever. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, foreign enemy combatants or whatever. But, like, uh, I mean, but Clinton, internally uh, with personal enemies. Perpetrated. Wind it up dead. Aerial bombardments of uh, the Balkans. <laughs> and I'm sure that. It's, so, and, and wasn't his ATF the one that committed Waco? Oh, definitely, yes. <laughs> well, there you go. He's a murderer. <laughs> bingo, bingo. We found one. <laughs> Didn't even have to look that hard. <laughs> I think it was probably Carter. Maybe Ford. Ford was a sort of... You gotta look at... Yeah, you gotta find a president that, like, didn't do anything. <laughs> and then... Even that though, they're uh, they're you know they're it's murder by omission at that point in time because they failed to exercise their power. They let their lackeys get away with nonsense. Yeah, like Alzheimer Reagan, uh, he didn't know what was going on in, in Nicaragua or whatever. <laughs> uh, with uh, the we'll with Oliver North. Yeah. Ollie North took the fall. The president didn't know anything about this. Yeah. That's a problem too, right? The president didn't know that there was this <laughs> enormous transfer of arms and weapons. And yeah, well, scandal. I mean, Zach, you know, sometimes the president doesn't know that the CIA is spying on every individual American citizen they're and not, every other global citizen throughout the world. Adam, Adam, I'm under... Uh, I am uh, I have it on good authority that the CIA, actually, it's illegal for them to spy on American citizens. That's what the FBI is for. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and they're actually getting really... The FBI is getting bad. Maybe that's the deal why CIA does that. It's the FBI is so bad at it. They're like... Hello, I hate the American government too. Do you want to be my friends? It's like, <laughs> obviously you're fed. I'm still waiting. I haven't had it. You know, it's really, it's really disrespectful, FBI, that I haven't had any any honeypot catfish hitting me up in my DMs. Opportunity presents itself. You can have like Ukrainian women who are notorious for scamming American men. I mean, <laughs> I heard that that's been a thing. There was like a guy, uh, someone's like, I know this guy. He's clearly Brazilian, and I followed him for a while. He changed his location to Ukraine and then put out a thing for emergency commissions and was flooded with them. War profiteering in the digital age, my friend. <laughs> Oh, man, we're not going to get through half the stuff I had pulled up today. But, uh, I did see this interesting thing, and it made me think, in what ways am I being a little bit racist? Paying extra for milk alternatives? Illogical. And a little bit racist? Why, charging customers more for non-dairy milk and coffee at Starbucks... Uh, is more of a problem than you might think. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> hey, you want some soy milk? That'll be an extra ten cents. What racism? <laughs> because you want soy milk? 
Yeah, buddy. Listen here. If you didn't know, everything is racism. And that's true, actually, 100%. Uh, if you don't know anything about critical theory, what they do is they look at society through a lens of uh, it is in service of a white supremacist worldview. And so it is racist. You just need to look at it long enough to see how it's racist and then articulate that manifestation in your own mind as reality. That, that's how it works. <laughs> so you can do things like, for example, the uh, maple syrup container has a lady on it and she is a black lady and that black lady is depicted in garments that are traditionally and historically associated with a servant class and so there's a major brand depicting a black woman as a servant to market their maple syrup and that's racist because because that particular black woman represents as an avatar and in the minds of people who see it all black people and then they will associate black people and black bodies with servitude and that's why we have to remove black people from your branding I think I did yeah. it right. I think that's yeah. how it goes. I think you, you did. You did. Do you have the do you have the meme up? The meme does it well. This meme? Oh. Go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. Post another take. Tell me. Tell me they hot dogs is ableist. Say. Uh, say Jackbox Games doesn't center. <laughs> Bipoc yeah. voices. Accuse, accuse the famous person of grooming their younger spouse. Come on. Come up with a woke way to say race mixing is wrong. Call me gay for like <laughs> Do it. Do it. I'm ready. No, no. I wasn't talking about that one. Let's talk about the Stalin one where you've got the Quaker Oats guy. <laughs> uh, oh. yeah, the, only, the only people that are allowed to be broom. Uh, brand icons now are old white people. <laughs> this is what we've wrought. No, no, no. Now we have to say how that's racist because now there isn't enough adequate representation of true uh, BIPOC uh, depictions in branding. This is the thing <laughs> that I was talking about. <laughs> Uh, one of the most evergreen tweets to ever be posted on the site. <laughs> what is what is that last bit saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I'm a guy that likes dessert, so. <laughs> Anytime you're ready. <laughs>
We're going to get that 1903 in the auction. Oh, by the way, follow-up from last week. Hey, remember when I brought this up and you said it was nonsense? But yes, this was a propagandic push by, uh, by uh, people to try to change the way that Kiev is spelled in media to K-Y-I-V and not K-I-E-V. It's like, it's like the, it's like the, no, it's not Macedonia, we're Macedonia. Macedonia, not Macedonia. North Macedonia. That was the Not real Macedonia. Right? They had to be calling those North Macedonia. If you look at the, yeah, like, if I, if I look at the old map I saw in eighth grade or whatever when I learned about that stuff, I think that it's true that the territory that is Macedonia was inside the modern Greek state, so... Um, yeah, uh, I mean, it was because they were forced to become Macedonia by the Soviets, you know, or, you know, the Yugoslavia. Yeah. It's like, you are part of, you are Macedonia. He's like, hey, we've been forced to be called Macedonians for the past 40 years. And it's like 15 years or 20 years. It's like, I don't even know. <laughs> what are we going to call ourselves? Well, first time ever. Hey, North Macedonia. Hey, sounds great. I can't do a Kiev. Greek accent, but I imagine this is done in a pitch-perfect Greek accent. <laughs> you can't call yourselves Macedonia because we're Macedonia, son. Macedonia's Greece. And I got my chain out and I have a cigarette in my mouth. <laughs> and a latte in your hand. <laughs> Uh, it makes me. It, this makes me. This conversation makes me miss Paul. <laughs> I, I get all of my. I get all of my ideas from him. I mean, honestly. We're gonna have Paul on the show one of these days. <laughs> uh oh. Someone's lost again in the chat. Hey, see if you can help out. Julat Giora. He says, Voon Rent. Voon Rent to you, friend. I hope that's not offensive. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, someone's in the chat. And they said, what? V U N period R E N T. Voon Rent. Vun Rent. On how you pronounce your E's and U's in this situation. Bun red. You've never rented buns before. Bun? <laughs> no, they're separated by a period though. It's like oh. it's like it's like he's clapping. Bun rent. I agree. I'll look into that and let you know what that means. <laughs> oh. All right. What we got? What we got? Oh, I do want to talk about this. But as discussed at the front of the show, the spiciness is escalating. And as a matter of fact, it's gone It's gone further than I thought it would have at first. And in fact, the Russian foreign intelligence chief has said that this is no longer a cold war with the West, but a hot war. That is the... He is saying that Russia is at war with the West. And there's two ways I can take this. 
I took this to mean that at first I thought, oh, this is just like they consider themselves to actually be fighting NATO and all of Western Europe and the United States as we speak. They're just not going to say that right now because they don't want to <laughs> be involved in a nuclear thermonuclear war today. <laughs> um, but what, then I thought more about it, and what it is is they consider the Ukraine and its closeness with NATO and the EU to be the West. And this is a proxy fight for that fight because they consider... Ukraine joining NATO and the EU to be an existential threat to their state. But it isn't uh, heartening to see that they are, are openly saying that this isn't just a regional conflict to enforce right. the rights of break off republics of the Ukraine, but is actually a war with the West. <laughs> Which makes me feel cozy down here in my bunker. <laughs> yeah, no, no joke. It's like uh, I saw something. I saw something today about. <laughs> I don't know. You guys, if you've been watching the news as I have, it's always like the Russians have miscalculated. Putin's underestimated. They're failing. They're not doing it. And then it's like, then it's like Russians have captured this new city. <laughs> it's like Ukrainian city has fallen, and I'm like. How if if this isn't going well and they're like still advancing, I can't I can't reconcile. I could be like okay, maybe the planes didn't go like like the the uh, it didn't go according to plan. They're suffering more losses than what they thought. But I don't <laughs> the blatant and obvious propaganda from what I'm seeing doesn't match up with the reality of them. That's like well, oh, Ukrainian city has fallen. Yeah, I don't know either, but uh, it's not clear to me what their goals are because they continue to shift. So we had that quote from the foreign minister saying it was worth West, and then we have shifting rhetoric from Putin himself. Breaking, doop doop doop, breaking news. Putin <laughs> says Russian military advance in Ukraine going according to plan. What is true? Are they being thwarted at every turn by a much more resilient Ukraine? Or is it going according to plan, according to Putin? I don't know. Schrodinger's <laughs> war status. Yeah, no, I, yeah, so whatever. I don't, he goes he, on. He would, he, he goes he, on he's, say, he's not going to lose face, right? He's not going to be like, oh, I messed up. Yeah, he goes on to say, we are at war with neo-Nazis. So this isn't just about securing Donbass. The Russian leader said, adding, I will never give up on my conviction that Russians and Ukrainians are one people. So, all this, this is an indication that his goals have now become all of Ukraine must be saved from their neo-Nazi regime because they are in the entirety Russians. And so this gives him the cause of war to take all of Ukraine and not just secure those break-off republics as right. was the pretense initially put forward for the aggression. Interesting stuff. As, as the war expands, escalation expands 
and any acquiescence will be seen more and more as appeasement of an expansionistic dictator and uh, because everybody knows about Neville Chamberlain and, you know, freshman uh, year in college history class, they're going to say, that's bad, Nazis bad, expansionistic aggression bad, you got to stop them. And so I understand. Going, this is going to uh, <laughs> escalate quickly. And in fact, it already has because there was, in fact, a Russian assault on a Ukrainian nuclear power plant. In fact, the largest nuclear power plant in the entire world. A fire. It's the entire world? Yes. This is the largest nuclear plant in the entire world. I knew it was the largest in Europe. I didn't know it was the largest in the entire world. That's what I saw. I'm sticking with it. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, Just... Just to be clear, largest in the entire universe. I can't say that with any sort of certainty. I just said it. And and because just to be clear, and because I know things about the universe that you may not know, that that every every sun is a nuclear furnace. That yeah, but, what you're talking okay, about. Okay, We've got a no, giant nuclear plant. Man-made? Well, now you're just saying, like, man-made. Okay, then the universe anyway, is redundant okay, whatever, anyway. Whatever, We're not whatever, on whatever. other planets. If you're talking the about... Don't count. The Alanians on Mars don't sentient count. Sentient life. He's going past that. Breathed in by the, by the one true God with the breath of oh, life. My, what, are, what are you even talking about? <laughs> okay. Power plant, go. Anyway, <laughs> they attacked a nuclear plant, and uh, the potential for <laughs> for a nuclear uh, uh, catastrophe was trumped up by Ukrainians, even though there may or may not have been any real risk of that actually happening. In order to try to again propagandize the rhetoric around this conflict, to say, look, the Russians are being so reckless that they're risking nuclear holocaust from a Chernobyl-style disaster. You need to get involved today, NATO. Join this war. Make this World War Three already. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe we should. I don't know. I'm almost 40, but we know who's really winning. (laughs) Uh, You might have seen these maps going around. They show, like, the territory that's occupied by Russia or Ukraine. It's like, oh, this is the red region. This is the blue region. But no, it's all Jeb. (laughs) It's got Jeb on there with an AK. On. And I'm with this person, Acid Shill, who says, I'm so glad this meme lives on. And I am. And I hope it never dies. <laughs> Do we have anything else cool? Oh, uh, yeah. We don't need to get too bad into it. Let's touch on it. But there, this is out of control. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. That um, every every body of Russian descent is now being lumped into the same bucket. 
people are being banned from participating in esports events. Uh, people are being banned from competing in uh, sports events because they are Russian-based teams and organizations. Dude, yeah, no, even even like even <laughs> they're rewriting. They're just. <laughs> Like Electronic Arts, like EA Games is like taking out the Russian teams. Yeah. For like soccer it's stuff. It's like removing them from the game. It's like, what do you, what's, what's the deal here? I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, this is, this is well I evident of the thing. <laughs> At 3 p.m. Eastern time, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, yes, you got that correct, their children will announce that Russian and Belarusian 16 and 17 year old children would be banned. From the upcoming draft. That's right. <laughs> Russian children. Not not for anything that they've done. But because they are uh, blood, blood criminals. Oh. Of Russian descent. Will be banned. Uh, I am Ukrainian born and want peace. I do not believe banning teenagers for something. They did. I agree. This seems absurd, right? Right? Well, let's see what the internet thinks. <laughs> Dan, I don't think there are many right answers at the moment. Perhaps banning these players will increase pressure on Putin to leave Ukraine quicker. <laughs> banning <No>. these people is... <laughs> with blood guilt is a good thing, actually. Well, I feel for these players, my sole focus and thoughts are with the Ukrainian people currently fighting for their lives. Dude said he was Ukrainian born. I will do nothing but it will do nothing but punish innocent kids. Don't you see? They don't have anything to do with this. Like I can think of some innocent kids currently being punished in the Ukraine. <laughs> they're they're hiding in subway tunnels and shelters, fearing for their lives. A little perspective, please. How could you talk about these Russian hockey players when Ukrainian children are suffering? I think you might be talking about how they're specifically being targeted and punished because they are considered blood guilty with all other yeah. Russians. <laughs> oh, Adam, uh, I'm sure this. I'm sure this. This rhetoric. This rhetoric will will just cause all of the Russian citizens to come running into our open arms and not co consolidate themselves in solidarity against the rest of the world. Yeah, all you have to do is point to these just posts like this and say, "Look, oh, it's they everywhere. hate you." I, hey, here here's here's the real red pill, bro. That those posts are actually put up by Russian operatives. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 now we get it. Russians know this, right? And so the uh, intelligence community is catfishing, pretending to be these people who try to portray the West as xenophobic towards Russians. Uh, yes, that is that is a classic tactic. Except for the <laughs> you fact want to that foment these are, racial these are, tensions. These things are coming up from long-established organizations across the West. Oh wait, wait, no. Including oh, major really. institutions. Okay, no, that's not the red pill though. Things. It is. Really <laughs> it's not the red, or maybe it is. Maybe it's like the deep red pill, like the commie pill. <laughs> it goes back to the seventies. They've just been working on 
Uh, I mean, if we want to go down that route, I mean, I think it's an interesting thing that we sort of abandoned. Uh, <laughs> it's not something that we're, like, even immune from in the recent past. Like, if you look at some of the war propaganda in this country from World War Two and World War One and stuff, and how we depicted the Japanese or the Germans and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. The German people themselves were perpetrated. You know they were perpetrating the, this aggression and stuff. It, like the uh, the I mean, it's, and it's not even America either. Like the British, <laughs> didn't the the current uh, ruling house didn't they change their name to sound more to sound English because they're ethnic German? And the House of Windsor. They changed it. It wasn't like Windsor, was it? They changed your name. You're making me Google. House of Windsor change name question mark. I mean, they have like they had <laughs> they had actual Nazi connections with the. Uh, uh, here, uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. With Wait. Edward. The Longshanks. In 1917, the name of the British Royal House was changed from the German Saxe-Coburg to the and Gotha to the English Windsor because of anti-German sentiment in the United there you go. Kingdom. Very, during See? So what was it before? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I just, Mount? I knew that, it, I knew that they changed it. Saxe-Coburg. And Gotha? Dude, I don't know. I, I am not a monarchist. I don't know anything about these people. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't want to know anything about them. All I want to know is why is gas over $4 in town? I paid a very cheap price of four oh nine a gallon. <laughs> At the time it was, uh, it was out there. Some people trying to claim that it was, in fact, uh, I got cheated somehow, but that's impossible. <laughs> I would have never been so foolish as to be duped into buying gas for an inflated price. You sent me pictures later on that day that said it was, in fact, you were duped. <laughs> I think uh, buy a dime, a dime a gallon. Yeah, and you could drive a pickup and they get, you know, they have 60 gallons or whatever. It was $2. It was $2 or whatever. And I paid an extra two bucks to fill up my truck. And I had sweet fuel saver deals, so I actually ended up paying like three, <laughs> $3.43 or something a gallon or whatever. But oh, yeah. uh, everybody, if you haven't filled up, you may want to find a cheap station because the gas prices are going to the moon. A single gallon of gas is about to be the hottest new cryptocurrency. <laughs> it's true. But before we get too far afield, I better wrap this up and finish the evening with our ice cold fact of the week. Straight from Ice T's Twitter feed. Ice T was spitting some spicy fire this week. Uh, uh, as always, I recommend you follow him because he, he was just <laughs> banning clown MFs left and right. <laughs> <laughs> High school facts! We've all got different hustles, probably wanting different things, chasing different bags, 
have different visions and definitions of success. We are all different. That's cool. Not a problem. Do you get yours? Boom, high school facts. Don't be a hater, man. It's cool to want different things. But are you getting your bag? Are you? <laughs> Don't hate on a guy for doing a Tide commercial. <laughs> Especially when you do it with Ice Cube and also Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is your cold call. Stone Cold Steve Austin here in Ice Tea. <laughs> Anyway, folks, that's our show for you for this week. We hope you really enjoyed it. Lots of stuff in here. Smash like, subscribe, subscribe, scoop. We're going to be the only one speaking Russian. Like, subscribe, share with all your friends. You know that they would love this content. You can follow us on social media. Our handles are on the screen. Adam, did you have anything you'd like to add here at the end of the show? Why is that agree in fact? I don't. <laughs> oh, shock of the century, folks. Adam, once again, throwing, <laughs> throwing his exclusive window to talk to you right in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. That's it. That's the show. And we will see you next time on Triggered. Good night.